All right. Welcome to the second episode, I know it got made, of the It's Our Year podcast. Uh, thank you to the, uh, the very small and finite amount of people who uh, vaguely tolerated the first instalment. Uh, we received um, quite a bit of feedback, actually, uh, ranging from, quote, frankly unlistenable, wank, and uh, favourably, that's yeah, all right, that. So, unlike Chancery, do you think we've learnt from our mistakes, or are we the podcast equivalent of cardboard clappers? What, what do you think, Craigo? I think we've uh, took on board uh, uh, some of the comments, but I think we have learnt from his mistakes. But I'm so pleased with all the uh, great feedback, and it's going to be a good one today, talking about our worst 11s from uh, Wednesday and Leicester. Well, I'll tell you what I've learnt, Craig to not have a pen in my hand, so I'm not, I won't be clicking, and I'll turn extractor fan off. That's all right, I should subside it a little bit, isn't it? So in this week's episode, uh, we'll be discussing um, how both our sides, as uh, previously stated, Leicester and uh, Sheffield Wednesday fared this weekend. Uh, a little bit of a reaction to the European draw, because we're there, aren't we? And uh, judging by the people in it, I assume Good draw, the, uh, good draw. Uh, it's a tough draw. I assume the Leicestershire Royal Constabulary are getting a little bit nervous in their backsides because there's going to be some bloody swedges, isn't there? So, um, in the section after that, entitled Dog Shit City FC. There you go, it's good, isn't it? We'll be looking at our side's worst 11s. Now, the reason for that particular name, Craig, Craig's sort of hiding away with a certain level of shame and humiliation that I actually made that noise. But don't worry, Craig, the context's here. So, basically, the reason it's called that is because our family home in Maltby, in Rotherham, that's all I'm giving you address-wise, was adjacent to a garden that had very tall conifers that let no light in. And within that gloomy stretch of land was a rather lumbering evil Alsatian who was chained up and unfortunately left to his own crappy devices. And typically his crappy devices would be relatively literal. So he'd just walk about and shit everywhere. So every time the football had land in their garden, you'd have to sort of run this sort of gauntlet that was almost sort of like a canine-based minotaur. So you have to get in, get the ball, probably trample through a load of white dog shit that uh, you don't see so much anymore, because uh, the EU changed uh, the rules in it to make dog food better, so we can all look forward to those white dog shits returning, can't we, Craig? Um, so you, you'd avoid a bit of a biting and a humping, and you get out. So essentially the link, link being, not Peter Gilbert this time, but that... That garden was full of shit, and these players are as well. Uh, we'll also get our unique and exclusive weekly update from uh, Sheffield FC, who uh, fared a little bit better, didn't they, Craigo, over the last couple of games? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a good week, uh, double uh, game due to the bank holiday. But yeah, we'll... well, they didn't play 180 minutes, did they? Wasn't a double game. No, it? I mean, double either, two games. But you were uh, absolutely vexed by that one, weren't you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, been a good week uh, for the world's first, and uh, look forward to talking about that. Uh, Has the board uh, been fixed? The board has not been fixed. It's not been fixed. No. Are you still putting up a blank one to avoid the fine? We we, we didn't even have the board. So you're going to be fined? Uh, hopefully, you're, uh, the, re the officials didn't see it. But Do you have your sliders on? No sliders, no sliders. Oh, and a little mention to one of our great feedbacks. Somebody was listening in the sliders. That was a dick move. 
wasn't it? That was a. I, I didn't like that. I found that very antagonistic. Five pound fine, anyway. Exactly. So um, we'll also be discussing uh, the big footballing stories of this week, which include uh, Deadline Day, which let me tell you, I watched twenty minutes of. It's dire these days. Where 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 are the big purple dildos? Being thrust in people's ears. Where's that gone? Uh, we'll also be discussing uh, Ronaldo and whether the uh, the rather lovely looking bus that was more reminiscent of Raul Moat will be returning to England. So, in the words of the prophetic transfer whisperer Fabrizio Romano, here we go. Okay, so just very briefly discuss um, our respective sides, Leicester and Sheffield Wednesday, and uh, and how they fared this weekend. So, Craigie, the massive, as they're not allowed to be called, uh, travelled to the, the Lancashire coast, didn't they? To Morecambe. And they didn't fare that well, did they? It was one of these games where, if it were going to be a banana skin, yeah, that was going to be the banana they skin. They it, didn't they, big time. And uh, that's what happened. Uh, some people said, typical Wednesday thing, get good results, what we have done, five clean sheets, top of the league, go to Morecambe. Well, that's not typical. <laughs> yeah, not being in that division. Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Morecambe just come up? Yeah, come up first time in, in the Division 3, or uh, what is called now League 1. Uh, didn't go. Uh, uh, I was actually a Shed 7 gig. You were uh, the piece already. I was there. Uh, but uh, a couple of people went and uh, looking back at the highlights, I'd be worried if we didn't create chances. And to be fair, we created a lot of chances. Uh, 13 in total. 75% possession. That's not like us normally. Normally we're... we're a team what maybe they don't have a lot of the ball, but you do stuff with it when it counts, don't you, Craig? Yeah, and it would have to be a, a free cone goal. Uh, but fair play to Morecambe, that's their biggest result of uh, their history. Uh, <laughs> uh, their entire history. It is their home not, win against Wednesday. That, uh, they've not been in that division, and they beat Wednesday. Uh, fair play to him, but still second. Uh, uh, results kind of went for us. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, not the one that you were playing in. True. But, but I saw, uh, I saw the goal. It was absolutely bloody ridiculous, Craig. Wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't uh, the defence and uh, Peacock Farrell's best moment, but still only conceded one goal. Uh, and then last night um, in the Pizza Cup. Yeah, Papa John's went went to watch Sheffield Wednesday versus a. Uh, Newcastle under twenty ones. Uh, big uh, game. Was a big game. Good, good crowd as well. Six thousand. Uh, uh, you all had to stare at the Chan Siri sign, though, didn't you? Yeah, we're in the south stand. Good game. Uh, uh, they set up pretty well, to be fair. Uh, Newcastle under twenty ones, but our quality, quality showed. Only young lads, and uh, I think they came in our box twice. Three nil, comfortable performance. Mm-hmm. Professional performance, uh, uh, but yeah, uh, we were joking that that it'd be a good opportunity to get to Wembley, and uh, if we do get to Wembley, be the only opportunity. Uh, uh, if we do get to Wembley, uh, uh, hopefully it's not playoffs though, play a final, so we don't have to. Hopefully we get up top two, but yeah, uh, Wednesday fans will travel if we do get to uh, the last stages of the cup. So yeah, uh, uh, not bad. We're still second 
in the uh, in the league, mm-hmm. conceded one goal in seven matches. I'd have take that. Error. Were there any uh, any youngsters you saw last night, Craig? You playing for uh, for Wednesday that you thought, oh, they'd be all right. They might uh, be worth a promotion to the uh, senior squad. Uh, he's been round a bit of uh, the first team in uh, last. A uh, couple of years, uh, young centre back uh, Kieran Brennan, uh, Republic of Ireland under twenty one international. No, uh, look steady front back. To be fair, uh, there were little uh, rumours he may have go out on loan, uh, uh, but yeah, he fit in really well. Uh, yeah, we look good, and a uh, couple of n- uh, new players on show like uh, uh, Sal from uh, um, Holland who's come over. He looked good. And Theo, uh, young uh, Wolves, not Walcott, uh, Theo, uh, from Wolves, he looked great. That's just his name, Theo. I don't, I can't present, pronounce his second name. Oh, right. <laughs> we'll stick to the forename then, eh, Craigie? But, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's looking good. Uh, I'm happy with the start and uh, got a bit of a break now uh, due to the international call-up, so... Oh, good. Well, it's lovely to hear that Theo's doing well from Wolves. And uh, obviously, results-wise, it went rather well for the Leicester, didn't it, uh, at Norwich? Um, I mean, we've not played particularly well at the start of the season at all. Uh, we managed, obviously, to get two wins out of three, which is uh, which is good. And Vards has, uh, has been able to uh, to score a couple. But, yeah, performance-wise, it's not been good. I think we, I think we were quite lucky, really, Um uh, to get the win um, but and then obviously sort of injuries wise it's not looking too great uh, pretty much got the entire ruddy defence out now but uh, uh, Ricardo provided the lovely little the news that uh, actually the scan suggests that it's uh, it's not going to be too bad which is uh, which is great because unfortunately when he came back from his injury at the back end of last season looked an absolute shadow of the, of, of the player he was real sort of pale imitation um, but from the start of this season after having a good pre-season he's looked fantastic again um, careering forward skillful he's already got two assists so when when you see him pull up and taken off oh bloody hell um, and unfortunately obviously for the Norwich goal Calgar proving absolutely brainless without uh, without Johnny beside him Johnny Evans you're missing a player though aren't you you're missing that uh, like fast winger uh, like Damari Gray at Everton. Oh, missing him immeasurably. Yes, a man who claimed that if he got in the team, he'd get in the England side. He was in the team. And he was showing everybody why he shouldn't be in the England side. But, yeah. It's looking good though, isn't he? Benitez. It's, uh, Benitez. Rafa, Rafa's done all right with him thus far. But it, sometimes there's just a player who's at a club and it don't work. And it certainly didn't ruddy work at Leicester. He just spent his entire time putting up cryptic religious Instagram posts. And we're going to be looking at players, what didn't work, in our worst 11. Oh, we are very shortly. Oh, lovely that. Um, but just prior to that, very briefly discuss the uh, Europa draw that Leicester got. And, you know, for away days, it sounds uh, sounds all right, doesn't it? I mean, if, if you quite fancy a sort of snooker ball in a sock... Um, but no, it does sound good, doesn't it? Warsaw and, and Napoli and, and, and Spartak Moscow, less so on, on the away front, really. But uh, can't wait for the uh, the European night on the 16th because it were the last time we had them. They were they were fantastic. The, the tifos that that people had up, which uh, been done by uh, Uni and FS, who uh, unfortunately don't seem to get much accredit- accreditation or acknowledgement from the club, which is a bit rubbish when they put up these fantastic sort of supporter donated. Um, displays 
Um, hopefully we get that again for this uh, next European game. But yeah, to take on Napoli, one of these, well, they still are a greater Europe, aren't they? You know, Maradona's ex-team and stuff. It's uh, no, it's going to be fantastic. I'm glad. I'm glad you're excited because uh, you're in the Europa League. Yep. Wearing the Papa John's. I'm looking forward to that. Equally as exciting. I'm looking forward to the 5th of October. We're going to play uh, uh, Harrogate. Uh, so in, in the... Uh, the next, Yeah, in, that's in the group. So you've got Napoli. We've got Harrogate. I don't know which one's the bigger one. So we now come to the uh, the segment where I'm, I'm I'm looking directly at Craig. We're very close to one another. I'm, I'm eyeballing here. And I can't wait again for his reaction, his look of recoil and uh, just repulsed by what I'm about to do. But we're now moving on to the segment where we discuss Leicester and Sheffield Wednesday's worst 11 and it's called Dark Shit City FC. Yeah, he's, he's, he's disgusted. Um, so naturally, uh, I'm going to start off with the goalkeepers, but just, just to um, sort of establish time periods, this is in mine and Craig's supporting years. So pretty much from the very late 90s and early 2000s right up until the current day. So Correct. kicking it off, Craig, with your uh, Wednesday keeper, please. So, Shittest player ever in the net. We've had quite a few. Have you? It was quite a tricky one uh, over the League One uh, days. But I've gone for uh, the Swedish journeyman, former under-21 international mm -hmm. for his country. So, how can it be bad? But, the player I've picked for the uh, in-between the sticks is Ola Tidman. Ola Tidman. Uh, terrible keeper. <laughs> what was he up to, Craig? Funny enough, his worst moment was actually in the, uh, uh, what is now the Papa John's Trophy. And we played Blackpool mm. in the final of the northern section and he literally came out for a cross mm. i think it was matt it was either matt phillips yeah i think it was matt phillips for blackpool and that year we lost four times against blackpool and literally come out to claim the cross and for some reason he ended up throwing it back in into the net <laughs> and and i was like this is the chance to go to get to a final in this in the in the johnston paint trophy yes uh yeah it could have been a few, but for me, Ola Tinman, the worst goalkeeper Ola I've Tidman. seen at Hillsborough. Well, I'm going to go very controversially uh, for what could have been put in a few Wednesday best 11s. And I've got to go for Pressman, Kevin Pressman. No. In the, in the lesser. Absolute dog shit when he came to Leicester. So much so, when he was there, he became known as the Flying Cheeseburger, right? Because he, he, he was a lout, wasn't he, by the time he got to Leicester? Just hideous, just sort of flop-down tits and was he the, was and... the Is he the, the goalkeeper coach, was he there? Who, Pressman? Yeah. Not our place. No, no, no Mike Stowell, goalkeeping coach. I mean, I don't think he'd be able to do it for, uh, for him. And there's a game we're playing... Preston, where he conceded from a goal kick. Andy Lonergan punted it and then, ooh, ooh, I've got to leap, you know, one of the basic requirements for a goalkeeper, but I can't, because even the, though they call me flying cheeseburger, I'm stationary cheeseburger, it bounced over his head and in. 
So it were, it were either Pressman or, and I've got to say this one, because this is when I was at university mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. at De Montfort, that's right, the, the shit poly, um, when we had Rab Douglas. Absolute fucking garbage, that bloke. If there were a shot on target, it would in. It was very much the sort of kepper of the early 2000s, but without the, the price tag, thankfully. What, so what, what you do you think about... Put, you can't be putting Pressman... He's still a gassed, aren't you? He, he was, he's a Wednesday legend. Even, he's not he, a Leicester one. Even Warnock said, when we used to play United, he, he, would, he would love to sign Pressman just for those games, because whenever he played against United, nobody could beat him. I don't care what Colin says. I mean, he, he had the, the utter irony of bemoaning foreign imports and talking about how much of a bro, pro-Brexiteer he was whilst having Malaysian airlines behind him who were paying his wages. I do know that's not part of the EU, but still, you know, talking about globalism or whatever. So, uh, on to your defence then, Craig, please. Yeah, so, uh, uh, I'll just say my formation, I've gone for a 4-3-3. Oh. So, so is that is that... Also, the shittest formation that Wednesday ever played in a four-three-three. Yeah. Or was it that famed one-nine-one-one? What about when uh, Lukai? Uh, remember Josh Lukai? Lovely moustache. When we played against Millwall, and uh, uh, yeah, I'd love to know what formation we were playing there. But certainly no strikers and a lot, a lot of defenders. Did you still lose that? Uh, we did. Yeah, yes. I thought you did. Too. Uh, so I've gone for. Uh, a left back, and when when he first comes, novel in the defence, Craig. Yeah, when he when he came to uh, Hillsborough, mm-hmm. I thought he's going to be like a little uh, a cult hero. Mm. He had a great haircut Did as he? well. Yeah, mm. looked like a, a member of a uh, Oasis. No, no Shed Seven. Oh, sorry, Shed band, Seven. Right. Uh, uh, and but I remember he played against. Uh, Chris Commons, the first game, oh, yeah. and Chris Commons just uh, tore him a new one, basically. Next that, that, that was the the away game, and I was at the next his home debut, and literally looked like he just won a competition <laughs> uh, uh, to play in the first team, and he got dragged off roughly uh, after the twenty minute mark, oh, uh, uh, and. It wasn't ni- it wasn't nice to see, uh, uh, and a lot of Wednesdayites would put this fella in the team, and it's John uh, Bessworthwick, uh, now a police officer. Oh, uh, uh, I'm glad he had the career change. But he was just dreadful. Uh, but kind of felt sorry for him. So much so, you've capitalised on it to dis- discussing dog shit city FC. That's how much empathy was. Shown to him, wasn't it, Craig? But uh, very similar to Ooh Tommy Wright, who played for uh, Leicester. He's now a member of the Leicestershire Royal Constabulary, so he might be employed in a few weeks for the uh, the Napoli game. Uh, do, you, do you want to carry on with the rest of your defence, Craig? Yeah, I'll. Uh, I've gone for uh, two centre backs. Quite uh, oh, another another incredibly pioneering choice there. Two centre backs. What's quite uh, strange about these two centre backs? Signed them, uh, and then never made an actual first team appearance. No, oh, so for the what's your opinion based on? Uh, uh, pre-season. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you gave him a chance. Uh, uh, injury record. 
but yeah, we, so we signed a, uh, what looked like a big, powerful centre-back. Right. Impressed on trial. Uh, uh, but then he picked up a serious knee injury. Right. In, uh, against Newcastle. I was there for that game. Uh, uh, in pre-season? In pre-season. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was going to be that rock at the back. Uh, uh, somehow managed to then be named on the bench for the first game of the season, even though they said he was going to be out for the majority of it <laughs> against Brighton. Mm. And it is a uh, big uh, J- uh, Dijan Keller, uh, the Slovenian centre-back, uh, uh, comes in uh, uh, alongside. Uh, yeah, who's, who's the other centre-back, Craig, in this incredible tactical setup of 4-3-3? Uh, I didn't want to put this centre back in because uh, uh, well, you have done. the the guy who actually signed him uh, uh, wasn't uh, Carlos. It was a uh, uh, Glenn Roder, uh, rest in peace, to mm. Glenn. And he yeah, actually signed this other centre back. Came with a big reputation uh, from uh, FC Twenty. Uh, I think it cost a million uh, at the time. And Bloody this yeah, it cost you a million. Yeah, it cost it cost us a million. Never played for us at all. Uh, uh, right. Very odd transfer, and that is Daryl Latchman. Okay, what was so odd about it? Just like how he got bigged up by uh, the committee of Glenn Roder, Jonathan Hill, and Paul Senior. Hmm. Uh, a million pound, not the obviously big transfer fee, uh, but then at the time we didn't know who. who was it the manager signing the players? Was it the uh, uh, the committee? Bit of conflict and uh, power there, Craig. And Carlos uh, didn't rate him, and he w- got forced to train with the kids. No bit than Aitlin Miles. So what was an exciting transfer at the time? Come from uh, uh, Holland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just turned out to be a very odd transfer. Well, who's, who's your final defensive uh, pick for uh, dog shit City FC, Craig? And when this one so comes at right back, he actually when he came on, he, he's normally a left-sided player, but he actually came on in the right area, wing back area. And if you think he's played for AC Milan, Ajax, Roma, how is this player ended up in the worst team uh, for Sheffield Wednesday for me? But he only played one game. One of the strangest, strangest transfer bit of business I've ever seen Wednesday. And that's uh, uh, Irby Emanuelson. Uh, uh, he managed to come on against Fulham when it was a, a dead rubber game. We've already got put in the playoff second time round. Right. On a lot of money. And we're thinking, why is Carlos not, play, not playing him for whatever reason? And uh, uh, yeah. Because you would already judged him as shit on one performance. <laughs> but why didn't he play? He's, I don't know if his attitude were wrong, uh, but that's got to be one of the most strangest transfers in modern history. When he's, it, I, I'll tell you what I'm judging him on the premise of. So just to let people know, Craig's got a, a lovely little document that features images, uh, which obviously uh, is a, a winner on a podcast, but the picture of Emanuelson, I've judged him holding his shirt very high. Almost over his mouth. He is small. Um, in the... Oh, no, I, I don't want to show my expression, being as I've been at Roma and now I'm at Wednesday. Oh, I feel shame. Um, so for the, the Leicester 
worst 11 defence. I'm not going to go for the tactic that Craig has where he's gone through the little bio, the lovely little story, and then kept this mystery going. Who is it? Who is this person? We don't know. We've never even seen him play, but apparently he's shit. I'm just going to say name at start. So, first one at right back, Alan Mabry. Absolute fucking terrible player, that lad. And a number of people who feature in this particular eleven who were brought in by Craig Levine. Um, one of our sort of long line of hard nut managers, actually. I don't know if you've ever seen that YouTube clip where he um, he actually knocks out his centre-back partner because they conceded a goal in a friendly. Laid him out. Um, we'd love to have seen that type of regression from Mabry, who was... Ju- just seemingly so inept positionally um, that you, you'd, you'd knock a diagonal ball and um, Alan ain't getting it. Absolutely over. It was brought down to Leicester um, from Hearts, where Levine had been previously before he was at Leicester, alongside another crock of shit. It was not made it in the 11, Mark De Vries. So I once had an encounter with, actually, in uh, in the spa in Mjolza residence. And I just went, you're right, Mark? He went, okay. Yep, because um, he got off the he got off the coach or whatever, or he was in and around the ground. He was just getting a drink, a Mars drink, I think it was. You know, just giving that extra bit of energy. Very delicious beverage, isn't it? Um, and we were playing Watford away. And I said, "Go on, Mark, let's have a goal today, mate." And he just went, "I will do my best," and he scored. So maybe that's the instant. Down to you, down that, to you. That's what he needed, Craig. A little pep in the spar every single game. So that maybe at right back. First centre-back, Jakob Larsson. Terrible, right? Previous hero at Derby. They loved him. Captain Marvel. Um, A rock in their centre of defence. Came to to us, uh, I think it was Harry Bassett who signed him. And at 30, he looked ancient. I remember we played Derby. We lost 4-0. Jakob Larsson was in the um, middle of the defence. And just... He... So I think it was Lee Morris who ended up at our place. He was he was a disaster as well. I think he ended up playing about one game, which is apparently is enough to get in a Craigie shit eleven. But he played one game. We ran past Jakob Larson, and it was almost like what you get on a computer game, where somebody's gone through and then purely as a gesture to placate the fans, he just threw himself. He didn't get any. It went net. By the time he flung himself, lost four 0 that day, and. Apparently, after a little bit of reading, he had a uh, an appearance-based contract, and by the time he got up to ten, that was it. Because if if he'd have been um, played any more, obviously it just triggered another payment to Derby or whatever. So we just went, we've seen enough in ten. Fuck off. Similar to uh, Ryan Bennett. Uh, yeah, I don't. Oh. Surprised yeah. he's not made it in there. Yeah, how devastated am I that we didn't get him again on deadline day? Um, he could have made it in. But second centre back, Matt Mills, who was, I think, yeah, record sign at the time, 5.5, maybe on par with. From Bolton? Yeah, no, from uh, Reading. Got him from Reading, the Reading captain. Um, who, of course, supposedly, I say allegedly, supposedly, May have may have had a certain altercation with uh, Big Nige. I don't know if it was that Big Nige mistook him for a Romanian wolf or an ostrich. I do enjoy a fight, and uh, I think 
you'll think you see yourself as an inspirational captain. I'm an inspirational captain. What do you think of that kiss I've just given you? He was awful. Just Pro balls bouncing over the edge. Just all the basic. When he came to, maybe he was a decent defender before he, he he came to us. He certainly wasn't at ours. Just so sort of stubborn and wrong-headed and running towards the ball and it going straight over him and not having anywhere near enough pace to make up the mistake. So really poor. At left back. Somebody we signed on loan. Oh, I am doing your style now, Craig. I did quite like it. Um, somebody we signed on loan from Man City before they were good. A rather aquatic looking chap with a very similar, I might say, hairstyle to uh, Craig's good friend Ryan Taylor at Grimsby. Platinum blonde. We all know you're a ginger, both Ryans. Um, came in. He seemed to enjoy being turned inside out. Just that, it, that he, he was in such a daze that he'd spin round and go, <laughs> awful. And, and then thankfully replaced by somebody I thought, God, he's going to be terrible. But it was great, Bruno Berner. He was a cracking player for Leicester, he was. Uh, he was a cult hero, Craig. Not like that dog shit that you mentioned previously. So um, do you want us to talk us through, is it a three-man midfield then that you've got? It is, yes. Go on, talk us through it. So, uh, this next player, uh, I just remember him wearing that uh, Chubba Chub. Iconic shirt? Yeah. Uh, obviously, so when, whenever he talks about that shirt, you know it's going to be a, a bad player. But uh, this player, he didn't beat a man. He couldn't even cross. And he couldn't hardly tackle. No, it's not Adam Reach. It's not oh, Adam Reach. Yeah, yeah. And he's gone to West Brom. We've told all the West Brom fans he's going to be like this. There you go. And they've found out. Uh, this player just run around like an endless chicken for 58 games. No impact over two seasons. That's enough to judge him. Yeah. It's uh, uh, Brian Barry Murphy. BBM. BBM. Right, is, I mean, that the way you said that with such emphasis suggested that there was another abbreviation beyond his name. Is that the case? No, no. But Brian Barry Murphy, big bastard monster. What a name! What a name within the the Wednesday ranks. So he was on the left, was he, Craig? He was on the left. Yeah. Uh, and this next player mm -hmm. came with a good reputation. And I'm thinking, I'm rubbing my hands. I know you can't see that. I'm rubbing my hands when, this, when this player uh, uh, came through the door. The likes of Poodle, Forestieri, called him the Magician. So, he was nicknamed the, was the Magician at right. Watford. Yeah. So, he cost four million at the time uh, under Carlos. Yeah. Uh, uh, but... If we ever mention this uh, player's name, if you've probably already guessed it, Alman Abdi. A lot. I assume everybody's guessed that one, Craig. Uh, a lot of Wednesdayites say he's probably been one of the worst transfers we've had uh, in recent years. Played 23 times. Uh, yeah, and he was then pictured to, uh, after he left. Really nice little roll-up. Uh, little video saying... Didn't enjoy his time at Wednesday, and he re he just saw his contract out when we tried to get him out, and yeah, 
terrible signing. Um, so did, do you think he took up smoking due to the stress of Wednesday? Apparently, the stories he, he was always been a smoker. But anyway, uh, the next one. Uh, final midfielder. This one, final midfielder, and this was a strange one. Uh, transfer deadline day, uh, a few years back now, and we did a swap deal with Derby. And at the time, we thought it was a good idea to swap Sam Winnell, who were doing well for us at the time, to Derby. And we got the crab. No, not Darren Potter. Jacob Butterfield. Very highly rated at one time, wasn't he? Awful, awful player. Did all right at Barnsley, uh, but he just never stood out. And again, another one came out. He didn't enjoy his spell. Was he smoking? I, d- I don't know, but uh, but I think the fans could say that as well. We didn't enjoy his time at, uh, at Sheffield Wednesday. So, yeah, that's oh. my three-man uh, midfield. Okay. Uh, so, I've gone for uh, a four-man midfield, a bit more traditional, a bit Mike Bassett, isn't it? Four, four, fucking two. And that's why they're so bad, because they've not adapted to the modern game, have they? On the right wing, I get a lot of these people, when I was going down to the King Power, I used to live on the um, same road. Uh, so it was great, you go out on a Friday night, wake up on a Saturday morning, feel a bit rough or whatever, go down to the spa, see Mark De Vries, tell him to score a goal. Okay, I will. Go down to King Power, it were a fiver. Majority of the time, dogger. Absolute dogger, and one of the big, uh, one of the big contributors to that doggerness on the right wing, <sighs> Momo Silla. Momo. Momo Silla from Celtic. He was good on Football Manager. Oh, good. I'm glad you're bringing that reality-based comparison in. Now, any time a player to me, you might not think this, Craig, because you know you're a coach, and remember, there's no bad player. You're able to coach them all, aren't you? Not sure you could have coached Momo. Often the word versatile. Which means to me, you're not good enough in one position. Momo was considered to be versatile. Oh, he can play in either wing. He could maybe play be, play behind the forwards. He did nothing in any of them. He tried flicking it over his head and it hit, hit himself in, in back in it. Awful. I get another one of the Craig Levine signings where there was just this huge, just a, a great deluge of dreadful SPL players and Momo was certainly one of them. Uh, in the centre of the park, you need a general, you need somebody who's going to pass, you need somebody who's going to be confident, you need somebody who's going to dominate a game. Hence why we have Lee Keith Marshall, who uh, to, I'd compare him to a shiting dog. Just the nerves, which works rather well for the segment, doesn't it? Uh, so anxious. And just looking around and would clumsily foul people for penalties and continually give away um, the ball. Like in the last game at Filbert Street when we played Spurs, we won 2-1. Um, penalty, Marshall. Very similar to Siuntru the other day, just a needless lunge. And then he'll claim that he got an assist of sorts for uh, Dikov, Paul Dikov scoring the equaliser, where he did this run where he put his head down and just went... Ugh! And he'd been tackled, and the ball came out to Dickie, who just twatted it in. It was a, it was a cracking strike, actually. There we are. I thought it was relevant to, to mention his middle name, Keith, because he does he, he is a bit like a shit 80s dad. Anyway, that's called Keith. Oh, sorry, I apologise. Um, but uh, Lee Keith Marshall, rubbish. Um, other central, mid, central midfielder, Junior Lewis, otherwise known Bambi on Ice. 
Peter Taylor took him everywhere with him. And I don't know, seemingly there's some form of salacious information he has about him because, goodness me, the fact that Junior Lewis was ever a Premier League football player is, well, astounding. He he was involved in a lot of the sort of the horrific drubbings under Peter Taylor, the five nils at Bolton. Um, I don't know, that was such a dark time, the individual sort of matches have almost faded away in that regard. Uh, on the left wing, um, whew, wow, this is really awful, this team. Uh, Josh Lowe, um, who uh, apparently to friends uh, is known as J-Lo. Um, I saw his backside. Not great. Not great. And there was certainly nothing Latin about his ability to sashay a uh, passing opposition uh, defender. Awful. Again, very similar to the way you described BBM. Cut cross. Uh, couldn't pass, which is a kind of crucial tip for a winger. Um, he's, now, uh, he's now a real estate manager and uh, saw a picture of him the other day because he was skinhead the entire time he was at Leicester. Um, and again, I don't know if he's, if he's gone for the old air transplant route like uh, a few of your players have. Uh, but he looked bad yesterday's bazas. But it, well, any form of rain, it just completely separates, doesn't it? But um, if it is, very convincing. Looks excellent, looks solid, looks thick. And, oh, sorry, I was going to rush on to the forwards there, but I shan't. I'll pass over for Craig to complete his 4-3-3. So, got three strikers now. All all these three strikers, they could have been greats, really, when when I think about it. Obviously, they did not. No, and uh, they didn't. They didn't live up to a. Uh, <laughs> I've just seen your middle one. Yeah, a great. Yeah, could have been a great. Uh, uh, 100% just loved him anyway. But this player, uh, uh, he started off not bad, really, to be fair. Uh, but then big Ryan Shawcross absolutely ended him. Uh, bad ankle injury. Ended a few, didn't he? Yeah, and after that, it wasn't the same player. Uh, scoring five goals in 50 games. Very lethargic player. I uh, saw him twice get sent off. One time, uh, uh, literally headbutting uh, Tommy Fraser. Not uh, that lethargic when it came to a scrap then. No, uh, during again uh, a League Cup uh, uh, defeat. Uh, and then another one, uh, Forest away. Needless sending off again uh but not like the passion what sammy shows but yeah but then but ironically he could have ended to be an hero the last game of the season Mm -hmm. the fateful decider against crystal palace we literally had to win to stay up had to win to stay up two two ball gets fizzed across just put it in just put it in. Open goal, Craig. Just put it in. Simple chance. You're going to get his, uh, his name now from his, his nickname, Fox in the Box, Francis Jeffers. Franny, you could have been an hero, but Fox in the Box, my arse. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Too busy headbutting. Yeah. Woeful, woeful. And again, he had all that potential. Uh, at Everton and obviously Wenger got him didn't he and named him the fox in the box not a Hillsborough that day and we got relegated 
back to the League One. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. My uh, next striker. Just, just, sorry, just to, just to emphasise, Craig, you did say these three could have been great, didn't you? Yeah. 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 yeah just, uh, just, just emphasising that. Go on, carry on with your next yeah. one. Franick could have been great. Yeah. So this one, he got me- no the reason why I'm saying could have been great. He got mentioned last week, didn't he? In a little poll, and people rated him. Obviously, people rated him over Peter Gilbert. Oh wow! And typically, great if you're better than him. No the reason why I thought he was going to be great because you was bigging him up. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a bit of skill. He had a bit of something. Yeah. yeah. So this player played four times on loan in 2014-2015 season. I actually met him uh, before. Uh, one of the uh, an away trip to Charlton. Uh, was it in the spa? And did you tell him to score a goal? Yeah, not like uh, not like your encounters with Mark De Vries, but uh, I had a little chat with him. He said, "I'm much. You were looking forward to the loan spell at Wednesday, uh, but unfortunately, he didn't finish a game. He didn't score a goal, and he nearly lost his eye at Charlton away. And why had, was that? Just a challenge, just lost challenge, and from then he said, with Franny Jeffers, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. No, not getting in, but oh, good. Uh, and this player got mentioned last week. Told GTF Gary Taylor Fletcher could have been a great. Could have been a great. <laughs> could have been a great. Could have been a great. But the the next one, this to me, uh, we've got a lot of uh, fans. Uh, uh, of this podcast already, I think, uh, okay. and I, I think we have. All and right. uh, again, remember delusions. Yeah, and for me, this player had a lot of promise. We sit, shell out a lot of money for him, four point five million. So FDF at this time, I think it was nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine. So back in the Premier League days, yeah. and a lot of people say this player, this transfer, a lot of transfers happened this era. And this is where it started to turn the downfall of the Wednesday. I'm not going to put what I've wrote there. No, no, you can't say it. I can't say it, and I've put it in an hashtag, which is uh, not good. But yeah, he scored 13 goals in 59 appearances. Oh, God, that is shit. Came from PSV, and it's Gilles de Builder. And, good yeah. chant, though, wasn't it? Yeah, very good chant. Uh, I'm not going to... To the so, theme tune of Bob the Builder, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, to the theme of Bob the Builder. Uh, uh, but yeah, for me, that's when it all started to to turn with all the financial issues of signing players of that ilk. Of in that, in I could name a lot of them: Petter Rudy, Wim Young, Wim Young, uh, Resty Sofil O'Donnell, Simon Donnell. A lot of players we spent big wages, and it just didn't work out. It could have been great. All of them could have been great, but the reason why I said that he was he was put brought in that season to be our main striker, and he couldn't. Yeah, he got relegated. Yeah, yeah, and, and the goal. Many, I remember the Southampton penalty. The 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 amount of times he hit the post, the woodwork, and he got in good positions, and then he went to Villa after I was on loan, did okay, but yeah, uh, that's my eleven. That's uh, that's Craigie's dog shit eleven there. Uh, so just to finish off mine relatively quickly, I know this next name will be very close to a few of our mutual friends as Tranmere Hearts. It's Ian Sticks, Ormondroid. Now, despite being, 
probably about six foot four or six foot five. Couldn't edit. But you know how, like, Crouch was often seen to have the ability on the floor as, despite... No, no, Crouch was pretty good in the air as well, but, like, he was very skillful as well. Ian Omondred had neither. Um, and up until... The, I didn't really understand what the annoyance or, or sort of dislike of Ian Omondred was about, but apparently it was in the playoff semi-final, 93-94, and there was some ruckus between uh, David Speedy apparently ultra-right wing David Speedy. Um, he'd had a little um, fracas with their keeper, Eric Nixon, and uh, sort of ran off after each other, and Ormondroid was running after him as well. Um, and he was he was our record signing at the time, 350,000. Oh, well, things have changed. Eh? And then on to another record signing, and unfortunately, I've gone a bit obvious. Uh, I've gone for a name which often has become... Um, a byword or by words for um, abject performance. It's Adi Akinbae. Uh 5.5, brought in by Peter Taylor with a lot of expectation. Powerful. Akinbabai. That a good one. Got it. Oh, he's really smiling. Oh, you love that. I remember that. You love that. Adi Akinbabai. But there was, there was one particular game where I felt so bad for him against Liver. Craig's now doing the, the muscle. Sort of like the shirt off when he eventually scored against Sunderland, having sort of missed the ball and then was able to kick in. There was a game against Liverpool that we lost 4-1. We could have won 6-4 because poor old... I'd never seen a man with such a lack of finesse. But he kept going, didn't he? But, my God, he was rubbish. And then, of course, afterwards... Oh, if you can remember this, Craig, he went to Sheffield United, didn't he? And supposedly, didn't he, had a razor blade fight with Claude Davis. Was that under the year, uh, the years of uh, Warnock again? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It must have been, yeah. Uh, I don't know after that particular ruckus if he did the sort of Danny Cadamartry of uh, get out of here, idea. I, 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 I can't bear to look at you. you. You're making me feel sick. Come on, get out of here. We now get our exclusive insight into the world of non-league football with our very own Craig Turton, who of course is a coach at the world's first Sheffield FC. And since signing on the dotted line, since signing his contract, things have gone rather well, aren't they, Craig? Yeah, so we've had uh, two games over the bank holiday weekend. Uh, we played Bridlington at home, a nice 3-0 victory. Uh, and then we travelled to Lincoln uh, on the Monday Going to be a tricky game, not the best uh, playing surface on there. But yeah, the, the lads did really well. Her, uh, to be fair, we were a bit... Uh, not the best first half, should I say. But second half, we got a goal. Got back into it. Mm -hmm. But again, we thought we were trying to get the win. And then Lincoln got a, a really late goal to go 2-1 up. It's happened a few times, hasn't it? It has happened a few times. But we're dug in well. Our... Uh, and Tone uh, Newsham uh, grabbed a great goal. There, uh, what the second one? The second goal was good. Yeah, the first oh. one was a bit subject to whether he touched it. He was claiming he touched it, but on the uh, thankfully, on... who was there, Craig, to actually capture what had happened? Oh, the the link the Lincoln uh, YouTube uh, channel uh, picked up on it. Uh, well, set the scene. What did occur? Well, the board's got uh, lofted in. Her uh, keeper comes out, uh, 
centre-back was there. Newsham, to be fair, very brave. Very, very brave. Got up there. He's claiming a touch. Claiming a touch. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen the clip. Um, I mean, you can claim bravery. He's absolutely no bloody way near it. Straight off at defender, isn't it? To, to be fair to him, uh, get on well with uh, Newsham. He's uh, uh, made me feel really welcome into the club and uh, I would have given it him. But yeah, from the from the video, uh, uh, he made the goal, to be fair. But yeah, uh, I don't know if you're going to take it off him or not. But yeah, good uh, good point. I hope so, based on clip. Four, four points out of six. Uh, yeah, good, good start. And who uh, is it you've got this week then? No game this week. Uh, oh. Due to uh, getting knocked out. Uh, oh, not the international break. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> not not got any. Thought that might have affected him. No, but yeah, we got a break in there. But yeah, uh, yeah, we're doing good. So I just fancied discussing the major football stories this week and the sort of major football in a bet event that was obviously Ronaldo signing back on at Man United and deadline day. Now, how about you, Chris? I used to love Deadline Day. Sort of set yourself up, have a couple of bevies in front of the telly, watching it on Sky Sports News. So I thought, all right, I'll give it a go. Fucking shite. It's so intolerably dull in comparison to what it was. So I'm sat there watching it. And essentially, it were two fellas texting on the phone, just, just scrolling Twitter. So essentially, it mirrors what you're doing at home on the telly screen. And the fact that they've removed any form of jeopardy from it, because of course, in previous years... I'm upset anyway. Jim White's not on anymore. Ah, fuck him and his yellow tie. Not keep him on talk sport. Not bothered. I know, he, I know he's the sort of the stalwart and the figure of deadline day. You but... know I'm a big fan of talk sport. Some people call me a talk sport disciple. You know who you are. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is an insult, isn't it? Um, but... the. In previous years, there'd be, there'd be that sense of jeopardy where they'd stick a reporter outside the training ground, wouldn't they? So obviously, we, we had the previous classic of, uh, yes, it's looking like uh, um, that uh, Berahino is going to be coming to Wednesday. Back in the day, there'd have been a purple dildo in his ear or a blow-up dog. There's, there's none of that now. There's none of that. Or, or the brilliance of Peter Wengi driving half of the country to take himself from West Bromwich Albion down to Loftus Road to sign QPR, interviewing him at, at Gates, going, oh, Peter, yeah, signing for QPR, yeah, oh, yeah, it's looking dead on this. Gets beyond Gate. You all right, Peter? What, what are you doing, mate? Well, I'm just, I'm here for signing, aren't I? Who, who called you? Well, nobody did. Nobody did. But I'm just, I've just, I've just told him on Sky Sports News that I'm going to, that I'm going to sign for you. Well, I'm sorry, Peter. We, we we can't sign you out of politeness. Um, I, I do miss though, uh, Big Harry. Big Harry leading out of his car. Don't call me a fucking way of the day. But old P Peter's there, and he's he's having this discussion or whatever, and, and so, sort of saying, "Oh, you know, can can I can I sign for you? No, no, you can't. But okay, but could I have? Could you could you give me a, a purple dildo to stick in the reporter's ear just to?" Make it a bit funnier. Yes, Peter. Yes, we can. That's perfectly fine. None of that now. It's it's. They're all just waiting for the fellow we mentioned at the start, Fabrizio Romano, to say, "Here we go." 
they don't seem to get any exclusives at all. It just seems... Just we get exclusives. Who gets at, exclusives? At Wednesday. We know when a signing's coming in. Yes. Go on then, Craig. You talk us through this process. Not not through her, uh, like going to the ground. No, no, no. Not watching Sky Sports News. No, no not at We that. know a transfer's going to happen mm-hmm. when Chan Siri, not Chan Siri himself, but Chan Siri's teenage son... 14-year-old, isn't it? Yeah, 14, 15, who he follows on Instagram. They're coming and, to the Wednesday. And even the journalists are doing this now, the local journalists. Look at his uh, Instagram page. Who is he following? And if a name's been mentioned, and like it has been, mm-hmm. Barahina, guess who he, uh, Chan Siri's uh, son were following? Um, is it John Bess? Weather, Weatherick. No, it was Sadio. What, in a spectacular comeback? And, and it, yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe he's, he's still 28. Uh, should be a good signing, but yeah, for us, that's how we know. But uh, yeah, there's no being silly events at the ground, but a big fan of mine, David James, he was on in the morning, wasn't he? He was indeed. And, and what what marvellous bit of artwork did he have in the back? It wasn't John Barnes' porn collection, was it? What did he have in the background? He had a, a great picture of uh, Clark Kent. I wonder if it was from the Dean Cain era. He, he, he does he does rate himself as a, uh, as a painter. He's a very I'm, cultural man. Uh, one of my friends who uh, used to put, play alongside him at Bristol City, Ryan Taylor, uh, uh, what a character he says he is. And uh, I'm, I've met him before. One of the biggest men I've ever seen. Like I, I hugged him. I just put her arm around him. You ran uh, up to him and hugged him? Yeah, it was on a the Fantasy FC show I've talked about before. With oh, Merce when Merce had a pop at Benners, you. yeah. But uh, David James ran there. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree here, uh, Chris. It's not been the the transfer window of old, has no, it? No, most certainly not. And what do you think about that big move then, Craig? Do you think that... Uh, Man you probably should have saved the wages and spent it on an actual decent centre defensive midfielder or do you think they were correct to screw Man City over and, and bring in this icon of former years I, I, to be fair I actually think you were going to Man City you do yeah and I okay. think and then when Man U found this was going to happen mm-hmm. Solskjaer did that interview said we love him we know where we are. He knows where we are, and all this jazz. Oh, well, it sounded like he had a Barnsley accent. Yeah. And he... Hey, Cristiano, I might be from mould in Norway, but you're a good lad and you play well, don't you, you shitter? And he was like bigging up, saying, "Oh, he's best player in the world," and all this lot. And then out of nowhere, Man City not interested. Mm. They can't afford Ronaldo. Going. This is what I just believe. They couldn't bear oh, well, Ronaldo. Be going to Man City so I think that's how it's come about and what I'm not happy about Ooh. like last Ooh, week fingers being we, pointed like Harry Kane how can yeah I know he's CR7 we get it right but who does he think he is taking he wants the 7 shirt off Cavani yes Daniel James has gone to Leeds 21 what does Cavani wear for Uruguay yes 21 but no if I were Cavani I'd be telling him to F off. I'm having that number seven. <laughs> He's got a big enough nut to lay on him, hasn't he? Well, that concludes, doesn't it, Craig? 
our, uh, our second episode of uh, It's Our Year podcast. And despite the defeat, hopefully it still will be for the Wednesday. Now, one of the things we mentioned at the start was feedback, wasn't it? I've got some good feedback. And, and and some scathing, which is uh, which is which is fine, and uh, is the truth because it's, all, uh, cause it's not very good. We're we're all learning. We're oh. learning. We're learning from our mistakes. We, we are. Yeah, including probably muting WhatsApp midway through. Um, but basically, what we'd like is uh, people to get in touch, be it Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. Uh, with any differing ideas regarding their Dark Shit City FC 11s. If you, if you disagree that Ola Tidman shouldn't be the keeper and it should actually be Prassman, even though he was quite good at Wednesday. But also, for an upcoming upcoming episode, it'd be great if people could get in contact regarding their best and worst. I always find worst stuff interesting. Because when it comes to good stuff, you can say, yeah, we're brilliant, it, we're good. Right, okay, so. Worst away days. All right, so please get in touch with us. Tell us what that was. Uh, and uh, hopefully, oh, it might feature on third episode, might it, Craig? And hopefully, if anybody wants to come on uh, the podcast, Ooh, we're, we're hopefully maybe able to get somebody on next week. Uh, again, they're, uh, it's not just about Wednesday and, and Leicester, but yeah, they're, uh, thank big you. Fo- big footballing world, isn't it? Yeah, but thank you for listening. Aye, thank you very much. In a bit, like.